0: Episode 5 of my Awakened Life podcast, where I tell you stories about my own life experiences and what I've learned to help you live a freer, more awakened life. I'm Johanna Ferrimand. And when I had my awakening experience 14 years ago, I'd been grieving the sudden loss of my fiance. I was in and out of a state of shock. And this had been several weeks after he took his life. And I'd been observing myself going through this suffering. Everything felt foreign to me at that time. My body was different, my emotions, my thoughts were slower. During these times when I watched myself, there was no judgment to it. I describe it more as a curiosity. I'd never known anyone who'd went through this and I suppose that I was curious at times as to how I was doing. To give you an example as to how my physical body felt, day after day, I had a dull ache in my heart, and there was always a strange sensation in my abdomen that I can't really describe. It wasn't painful, but I hadn't felt it before. My breathing still seemed normal and effortless, but it was these new sensations that drew my attention back to my body again and again. And it's this act of self-observation that I want to talk to you about today. I think it's absolutely essential for your own soul's awakening. There are many other names for self-observation. Some people call it meditation, witnessing, watching. If you're familiar with meditation, you can think of this as more of an active meditation because you're not actually closing your eyes to do it the way we do when we think of traditional meditation techniques. You see, unless you watch yourself, there is a lot that you don't know about yourself. For me, on the evening that I had my awakening experience, there was a split in my awareness, and suddenly my awareness was outside of my body. Though I was still aware of the self that was in my body, I could see with this loving awareness that I'd been living a life completely consumed by my ego and my habits, the ones I couldn't see, were the unconscious choices that I was making to support the ego. This ego self had been my North Star. Without the ability to see these habits, I had no control over them. I didn't recognize them. They were mostly subconscious to me, and I was living my life on autopilot. You see, unless you watch yourself, there's a lot that you don't know about yourself. For me, on the evening that I had my awakening experience, there was a split in my awareness, and suddenly it was outside of my body, though I was still aware of the self that was in my body at the same time. I could see clearly with this loving awareness that I'd been living a life completely consumed by my ego. And because of this, I'd been living it on autopilot, unconscious that every move I made was for this ego self. As a person who was asleep, I had the capacity to do great harm to myself and others. I had identified with my mind body, and emotions, completely. I needed to be loved and accepted by others and feel security. I looked for all of these things outside of myself because inside, I was empty. I didn't know my true self, which was already filled with so much love and compassion and acceptance for me. Instead, I'd been distracted my whole life I'd built up so many walls, I'd even learned to block my emotions out to protect myself. When I was in my teens, I realized that I didn't have the empathy that others had. And that had just been another reason to feel different, to not accept myself, and to look for external validations like success, money, material things. Now, it's not natural for someone to observe themselves. And in my case, it was my circumstances that put me into this state. And I'm grateful for the wisdom and understanding, though it came at such a high price. The practice of self-observation takes a lot of effort and will. Even for me now, and I still find myself asleep and reacting at times, I still have these habits that have been built over my lifetime. But what has changed is my awareness of them and of the illusions. At times, I can see patterns in these habits and examine them objectively and choose not to identify with them. When I'm more conscious of my intellectual, emotional, or physical habits, then I can prepare myself for them and change the behavior, emotion, or thought. But without this awareness... I'm not free. I'm not expressing what my soul wants. I'm not fulfilled. I'm predictable and reactive, just like a machine. Earlier, I mentioned that I thought this practice of self-observation was fundamental to your own soul's awakening. And I believe that with all my heart, but don't take my word for it. Try this for yourself. I can share knowledge with you, but no one can share their own understanding with another person. Everything must be verified through your own personal experience. In the next episode, I'll talk more about how you can start practicing self-observation and begin a journey to know yourself. Until then, stay well and consider subscribing to my Awaken Life podcast.